He needs to again. He needs to. Chill. He just needs to chill out. Yeah, he does. Nah, he's fine. He goes, I, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. We got a we got a guest calling in in a little bit. We're gonna talk to Jonas again. Matt introduced me to him on the podcast. I looked it up like thirty ish episodes ago. I think he's a cool dude. He's like he knows a lot about moving around in companies because he'll get to a position and then he'll upgrade himself and work for somebody else. So I'm I'm curious to talk about that. That's the game, dude. Yeah. Yeah. My I said this on the last time he was on. My boss even told you to do that. Yeah, she was like, "Don't ever work the same place for five years or longer than five years because you can get a raise somewhere else and do like better work." Yeah. Once I started realizing, well. (laughs) <laughs> when I fucking realized like there was like th- a ceiling in retail stores with my last job, I once I realized that I started telling like all my same people I'm like yo like do it like get yourself to that level because <clears throat> your training up yeah and like experience kind of sucked was like in retail dude unless like you go from where like at least in our level like that's what I always saw was like yeah you have like H and M like bigger stores and then you have your smaller stores and stuff like that. And like all the smaller stores, like dude paid dog shit. Like I looked into it too. Um, just out of curiosity. I, f- I think I even asked rich, like what zoomies pays, what zoomies oh, pays God, is like I SMs. And I was like, nah, I'm good. A store manager makes like 32 grand at zoomies. Yeah, dude. No. Salary. Yeah. No, I was like, miss me with that, dude. Fuck I think 40, that. I think 48 or 47, is was for vans like and it was hourly not salary which was nice that is nice yeah so we got ot all of that bullshit i was talking you always get you always hit it when i was talking to my one buddy who they they moved vans moved out to atlantic city to manage that store Uh you we you know who i'm talking about he told me that was like 32 grand a year and back then i no zoomies or or, yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. zoomies Zoomies. Back then, I didn't make. I didn't even make thirty grand a year yet. I was like, oh, "Are you fucking serious? Yeah, Thirty-two grand is so much money, dude." When you're twenty-five, <laughs> like when you're twenty-five and do it, because most of Zoomies store managers are fucking young. Like that was back when I worked at the credit, the one credit union. Yeah, um, just most like store managers in that realm too. Like actually, it's funny because like at Vans, I was like the youngest for like all the people I knew. Like when I first got promoted, and I was like twenty. Seven? I don't remember how old I was. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, I was twenty six, turning twenty seven. But no, you unplugged yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did it to unfurl my cable. No, oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's that's the move though. Now, like, and, and then it's not. That's the thing though. It's not every company is like that. But yeah, like I I told them I'm like yeah, do it for a little bit. Just so you have like a year or two like under your under your belt, and if you want to go to another store like another company, like a bigger store, which I've also noticed too, like bigger stores, store managers have so much less responsibility than we did like hmm. on a daily basis. Yeah, like they're able to like makes sense actually because it's such like bigger operations. They have to just be like more clerical and like in the office at all times and not have to. That makes a lot of not sense. have to like pull double duty. That makes a lot of fucking sense. Like one of uh, Van's partner companies, well, family companies under the same like bigger company that owned them, um, their store managers were, when they transferred, like if they were like, oh, let me just do something new, go to Van's, awful. 
they all sucked. They all sank. Um, any ASM we hired from that position from that store, great, perfect. Yeah, because the ASMs were the ones doing fumbling shit. everything, whereas like the SM just sat at a desk most of the day. It sounds like the classic story of H and M because Mel worked for H and M for a really long time, and yep. I I learned all about that shit. Her store manager, classically at at the store that she ended up at for a while at White Marsh. Her store manager did jack shit. Yeah. She sat in the office and did whatever the fuck. Clerical. Like you said, clerical most, shit. Most of them do. Because, like, again, like it sucks, like especially from like the outside perspective. Um, All you know is that they're in that office, yeah. the door is shut, and you're like, what the fuck are they even doing in there? I'm out here running my ass off. Exactly. Doing truck. But. Um, bringing people up. Oh, shit. Where's the. I feel like this, for some reason, mine is like more strong on the edges here. You got to just loosen the little nut on the bottom there. No, I mean like audio. Like right here is like perfect for me. Yeah, they, they it is great on the edge. W- weird, yeah. It's it's much le- it's it's not <laughs> un- unlike the pod mic. If you talk into the edge, it's fucking great. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know. I'm going to still use the pod for I bought that. I actually bought it for myself. I was like, "Oh yeah, online gaming. Yeah, I can gaming. just instead of a headset, just use my interface that I already fucking have." Yeah, Garrett and, does it. Yeah, and not like I'm streaming or anything, but it was like it's so much easier to control. And um, I bought that one because Knox had one, and I recorded vocals with it um, for uh, the EP and split I did years ago. And I was like, dude, this thing's fucking sick. You can't bait this these things for pods, though. The, no, I was talking to the dude at GC, and he was like, you gotta let me know how it is. I was like, if you're looking for just straight audio, I was like, there's no reason to get an SM7B. Not at all. And I was like... Another thing is four hundred dollars. Just anything with vocals. I was like, "Are you going to be using it in the studio?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Dude, I was like, I don't know about this one in particular because this one has kind of like a built-in compression." Mm -hmm. I've noted. Like, I don't know if it's actually this thing they're using or the mic. Good question. Because because I don't know anything about like anything like portable anymore. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed like when I laugh loud, it like kind of peaks and. Sounds like it's getting smashed at the same time. So I think it's this thing because the it might be the the P four the 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 zoom thing definitely has like a gate. Yeah, you can hear it kind of just like getting hitting. It's I mean it's definitely going to happen with like natural gain mm-hmm. input anyway. You can peak anything, but yeah. I think these actually like compress and that has like some kind of compression built in. I don't know. It sounds fucking great for talking though. No, yeah, but I'm actually curious. To, like I might even try like once I finally write lyrics for this fucking second ep i've been working on for the last fuck around god knows how long i'm gonna see yeah i want to try it just to see but yeah that's just probably gonna stay up there just mainly for gaming i went and bought a fucking boom stand that sits on the desk just so i can get rid of my big one that's on the side damn i would have given you one i have an extra well i bought the um it's actually i was like that thing's a fucking tank i don't know if you ever felt how heavy the uh, pod mic is Oh, I have, yeah. Dude, it's fucking heavy as shit. So I was like, no, I need something sturdy. So I bought a fucking, uh, the kickstand, or the kick, uh, kick drum booms, mm-hmm. like the small ones that have the fucking super heavy plates. Mm-hmm. Still, if you extend that, like all the way out, it's still tipping it still and trying to tip. I'm like, god damn. Th- these aren't too shabby either, weight-wise. No, it's it's all down here, though. Mm-hmm. It'll, so, yeah. because I have the same, the same, I bought two kick, kick drum mic stands to hold the mics up. And but same thing. The way this is set up, though, the weight is here, so it's going to kind of balance here, and it still might try to tip it this way, but I feel like this little thing will help kind of distribute some weight. I don't know. I suppose. I might try it. But 
But what, what was I, I picked saying? this up just so you don't have to like. It was mainly because you have them, and I was like, well, well I have a different mic. Mm-hmm. Matt, Matt bought one. I and like, why a make couple. you buy and like bring another one over? Something, something less for you to think about. And same with these stands. How great are these fucking stands? Dude, they're they're good. Yeah. Fucking a hundred for a two buck or two of them for a hundred. You can't beat that shit. But now these would be like if I had a venue, I'd probably buy these. These are sick. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh yeah, H and M. But like, I can totally see. Oh, I can totally see them uh, paying more too because, uh, like Mel was making pretty okay money as a DM, like not a. Like just a district, uh, a department manager. Yeah. Like a super, it's a supervisory role, but yeah, you only have to worry about like men's apparel or whatever. And in, in those realms, I think, right? No, no, she wasn't a DM. She went for DM and the one girl, the, 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 the fuck face manager was like, you're not ready. And she was like, are you dumb? I've been through the corporate training like literally everything she's been she at that point she had worked for like three or four different stores she knows everything about everything like she knows she knows how to like schedule people and like people like working with her but anyway that's like that's her story to tell about h&m but same but still like as a supervisor she was making okay money for a retail store Mm -hmm. and then a dm you get another bump uh asm you get another bump and then store manager i'm sure they made okay money yeah they um what they do too at h&m is like kind of like how she bounced around so much like a lot of them do so there's so many in such like close proximity yeah. and obviously like biggest thing like i can like can think of is like um columbus was pretty bad about it because that you had three malls within their 20 minutes off the highway from each other like 20 25 minutes tops um a lot of a lot of time, what they'll do is like they'll just send you to different stores. Like, oh, you're an associate. Oh, you want to be like a super, like a floor supervisor or whatever. We're gonna send you to this store. This store makes more money in a year, so that's mm-hmm. a promotion. You're gonna get maybe fifty cents to a dollar a raise, depending on your position, just to go there and do that. Vans does that too um, yeah. in markets that are like more flooded. But I don't know. I think that's it's kind of dumb. It's so crazy how like. Especially, I found in those those businesses that are in malls, mm-hmm. they love moving people around. Sometimes it's for the better. Like, if you're good at your job, um, sometimes it's like they'll send like you're pretty much going on like a mission. Like, go turn it around. Yeah, and it's it's a good move for the company, and especially if like it's a good move for like learning as well, because you have people who you know have shown oh you can do xyz but can you go fix a mess and like it, it's you do learn some skills from that which is kind of cool but interesting at the end of the day it's still like i don't know it, it's not worth the like dollar or maybe two if you're fucking lucky two dollars more an hour you're gonna get just to be in the same position well, but travel take too. on so much more and, yeah and travel and depending on where the fuck you live like you might make your commute longer I know I, I I have known multiple like many people who've been with some like some said company for however long, and they'd be like, "Oh, I drive an hour and a half each yeah, way." Yeah, dude. No, I've been doing that for the last like month and a half, going to Maze Landing, and dude, it sucks so bad. Like, thank God, um, 
the project manager it was like cool and was like dude like that's a long drive dude like pay yourself for it and i was like all right say less say less dude yeah um, so i'll take an extra like and we were able to cut our time on site a like eh, i think like an hour an hour and a half depending on the day so that's been that was cool but uh, dude it's still like still a grind dude it's draining dude it sucks so bad especially not taking like an open highway the whole time oh my god um i hate it i have a test coming up not next week but the following for the union i'm applying to and i'm reading up on what like like a the test is making me a little nervous because it's very it's very school but yeah. B, ideally, if it works out and I do get accepted into the apprenticeship, I'll be driving an hour to the the hall or whatever job site every day. Yeah, for, for a while a you're gonna ha- you're gonna probably have to go like to the hall, and you're definitely gonna have to go there. I don't know if Max brought it up when he was here, but like up until um, not that long ago, yeah, same. he was going. Uh, I think every Wednesday. Or like every Tuesday and Thursday, something like that. I think it was either two times a week or once a week. He had to go to the hall. My friend for class because mm-hmm. he was still an apprentice. Yeah, my friend, uh, who's a, a HVAC union guy in in Maryland, does class or did does maybe still does class every Tuesday and Thursday too. Yeah, it's. It, I think it depends, hall. but I want to say he was doing it. So yeah, even if you're on like a site. That's what sucks too, is I think you gotta you know, you go work and then you have to go to class like after the fact. Yeah. Sucks, but I guess I'll get used to it. It's again, yeah, it's gonna be your schedule's gonna be your schedule and you're just gonna have you're just gonna work it in and go, Okay, like maybe those will be the two days. Oh, I just don't go to the gym those days. Like Or maybe I do and I go crazy. Yeah. Pull a map. We'll see. <laughs> Overload yourself on shit. It depends on what the scope of work I'm doing too, because I've heard that iron workers like is it is the most physically demanding job. So if I'm if I'm burning a fuck ton of calories or I'm like physically exhausted by the end of the day, like what's a workout gonna do? Oh, you're going to. Like especially like even if it's not that much, it's you've been just stuck in like an office setting for how long now? Not even just my office. I'm thinking about the banking years, too. Yeah, yeah. You haven't had, like, I haven't a move-around job. Yeah. I haven't had an on-my-feet job since 20... When did the Eagles win the Super Bowl? 18? 2018. Uh, since then. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so... Coming on six years-ish. No. F- uh, five. Dude, it's funny. Like... I had the golden opportunity to like not have to be on my feet and like doing shit like install work and everything. If everything went as smoothly as it did, like from September to I think like late early September to like late um what like late October something like that. I was doing a job for a company around here, and it was like a lot of like setting up. But there's so many goddamn rooms. I was walking. So goddamn much every day. Oh, San Antonio, Texas is calling me. That would be Jonas. Oh, all right, let's bring him on. You want to un- unmute him there? Sure. Oh, I got to turn it on to Bluetooth here. Yep. Did we get it? BTA. Jonas, you hear us? 
Hey, what's up, Tom? Yo, oh, what's up, dude? Here we go. <laughs> hey, hey, sorry, I'm a little late, guys. My apologies. All good. Uh, it's all good. We got trapped in a conversation. Yeah, anyway. we'll, we'll, inc- we'll include you, too, anyway. Matt is not on the episode today. I don't know if he told you or not, but he's he's stuck. Well, the way he phrased it was very interesting. <laughs> because the way it read in the text, he said, sorry, S-R-Y, got it. <laughs> uh, Got gotta go to the beach this weekend. Can't I can't pod? <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, you have to go to the beach. That's why you're obligated. And he was, like, and then he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I assumed you guys knew it was for drill. And it was like, dude, why would I know that? <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, that's so. cool. Man. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, I, I, I could definitely talk to you guys. So yeah. I miss Matt. He doesn't uh, strike sure. me as somebody that would go to the beach, though. No. Anyway. Well, he might. And we talked about it a little bit last time, but like. Matt might go to the beach once a year. Maybe. Once, maybe twice. Maybe. You driving somewhere? What's that? You driving somewhere, Jonas? Yeah, I'm going to uh, the Cinco de Mayo thing today, but like, I, I can talk, obviously. I, I make time for you guys. Hell yeah. I can talk. <laughs> My yeah, man. Yeah. No. I was thinking about last time you were on, we were talking about upward mobility and things like moving around companies and stuff like that. And yeah. I was like, oh, we never really dove into like what you've done before. So like uh, we were just talking about jobs that we've worked before, like running around stores when we worked retail, like a job when we're on our feet, specifically like I... I'm I'm quite possibly making a career change kind of soon if I can get into this okay. this union that I applied for. So I'm oh, okay, cool. yeah I'm straight up I'm straight up trying to drop office work altogether and get a trade like at <laughs> at age 32 practically. Hey man, it's never too late for sure, man. It's never yeah. too late. It's never fun. too late. Yeah. I mean, shit, I got out of retail at 31. Yeah, but. Yeah. I, I, mean, I have a yeah. I have, I have a lot of new stuff happening to me, so I can't wait to get into it. I mean, I live in Dallas now. I remember last time we talked? I live in San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, so there's so many new changes in my personal and my person. And I'm not my person, but my career life has changed a lot dramatically. Damn, that's all. You were only yeah. on like what six months ago, maybe? Uh, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So how? So, yeah. yeah. How so, man? Yeah. Get into it. Yeah. So. I took a job offer for a company that's called TMX Finance. Um, now, you've probably seen <laughs> Have you guys heard of that, please? I lost you for a second. I thought you dropped. No, no I'm, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we got you. My bad. Yeah, it's, so it's a company called T- uh, TMX Finance. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a... The new position I have now is I'm a senior director of operations. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, so I was able to to lever my my skill sets. Now I have a I have a power. I mean, I have a position with power and of course influence. Um, so it's just been a dramatically changed move from San Antonio. I worked from home for about what six years, and now I'm in, a, I'm in an office now. It's like everything is back to what I used to do. Like it's just mind-boggling for me, like dealing with people now and yeah, you know, uh, yeah. So. It's been very blessed. It's been a blessing for us, me and my wife, to be here in this position. And, you know, everything changed. I'm talking about financially, um, position wise, and just, just moving, like I said last time, moving up with the business, right? 
mm-hmm. and making sure I, I do the right moves. So, yeah, that's very positive things for us. And like I said, I can't wait for you guys to come here to Dallas. I can take you guys out. That's awesome. That's very fucking exciting. That rules, dude. Yeah. I, I can't wait to go to Texas again. I was telling I still uh, haven't never been. That's That's crazy. I was telling him a couple days ago, like I love Texas. Like one of the bands I was in was centered in Houston. So I've, I've been to Texas a lot. I love Texas. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a lot of great stuff, but yeah, ask me any questions. I can't wait for you to answer you guys questions. I'm excited. How, so someone who's never been to Texas before, how far is uh, San Antonio from Dallas? Four hours. Four hours. Yeah. Four hours. That's crazy. That's such a big ass state. My God, uh, you don't, you cannot so fathom is, how big it so is. So is Pennsylvania, though. Like it's, it, but yeah, Texas make, is. Texas makes Pennsylvania look like Delaware, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling <laughs> it does, you right actually. now. Like I've, I'm, I'm, I think I've told, I said this on the pod before. I, I, on, on that tour I was on, we played a show in San Antonio, and our next show was in Arizona, not New Mexico, but Arizona. So we packed up the van with all the stuff. We left the moment we could when the show was over and we like hung out for just a second, settled up and I drove almost the entire way without, without stopping. And we got to the show the next day exactly on time. It was like, it was like, it felt like six. I think with stops, it was like 16 hours in the car. Yeah, Yeah. That's a long drive. Like it was we, a long drive. We went well. For half of it was through West Texas, and we like it was overnight. And by the time we got to, uh, by the time we got to a good spot to see like Mexico from from the highway, it was like the sun was coming up, and that was really cool. So that was nice, but it is, uh, it is it is unfathomably unfathomably bigger <laughs> than everything you're used to out here, especially in the yeah. northeast. That's for sure. That's for sure. And so, yeah, such a big state, man. Like, yeah, you, uh, you know, our friends were crying. We're not crying, but they were like super sad that we, you know, we we're leaving. But I was like, hey guys, we're, you know, we're, we're still in the same state. Yeah, but it's so far from yeah, now. Yeah, like, technically, I don't think that I don't think that matters in Texas. <laughs> that's that's. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm still in the same state. I'm not leaving the state yet, but all right. It's the equivalent of it's kind of the almost the equivalent of you moving to Ohio. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't almost. It's about halfway there. Jonas, I don't. Th- I don't think you know Mikey. The uh, Mikey's been on the pod before a lot, and uh, so recently we just straight up were like, "Hey, you want to just join us and be part of the roster?" So, Mikey, this is Jonas. Jonas, this is Mikey. Pleasure, Mikey. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Definitely nice to meet you, man. My, um, like Mike, nice Mikey. My, uh, he took he took a job for Vans uh, managing stores out in Ohio, so he moved from Delaware out there. And then I'll let you tell, yeah. tell your story. Yeah, it was <laughs> I don't know what ASM at Vans, and then there was like nothing locally. Well, there was definitely opportunity locally, but it was like, do I want to go work at like some small mall, like? Do I want to go to like Towson, Maryland? No. So what a drive. Yeah. So some for some reason Columbus, Ohio just sounded better. So I just did that. Um and I just recently what a year almost oh actually, yeah, it's already passed. It was last month was a year moving back to Delaware. Wow. And I just did a complete oh, wow. career change. 
said goodbye oh. to retail. And, retail. And what do I do now? I'm a, oh, that's AV, a big change, man. Yeah, AV integrator now. Oh, wow. Which is fun. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so... If, you get to hang TVs and pull cable. Yeah, if... <laughs> if... Uh, if TMX ever opens a new location or something, or if they upgrade, like, like floor to ceiling upgrade all of their technology systems, they should hire Mikey's company and he'll come out there. Oh, we definitely have uh, uh, for sure, Mike. Yeah, I can definitely keep doing that for that. Yeah, Hell yeah, bro. Definitely have a. I know we definitely have offices out there. We have offices all over the country. Oh well, there, yeah. there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so there you go. So next time you go to Dallas, like, I would treat you guys. You guys probably will love stay here. Like, dude, I want to stay here now. It's amazing. It's it's amazing. I absolutely love it. I toyed with the idea of moving there when I was in the band. I was like, maybe I would move to Houston or Dallas because Dallas isn't terribly far from Houston. Yeah, those are the two cities that look close on a map but are probably still also six hours away. (laughs) Well, Dallas is called, like, people refer to it as DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth. Fort Worth is a half an hour from Dallas. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. actually, I have been to Texas. I was at the Dallas Fort Worth airport for a layover. Uh huh. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the one time. Yeah, just like I went to uh, Phoenix. It was a layover in Phoenix. What Sky Harbor? Yep. Nice. Um, That's hilarious. So Jonas, um, before you got into like the the big the quote like the the big boy jobs that you're into now, did you ever start yeah. with like some shitty retail job, or did you ever work like? in food service or anything like that? Yeah. So back in, yeah, so when I was in college, I, I was a security guard for four years for a company oh. called Allied Bargain. And I, I was doing that while I was in school. I worked their shift there. I worked from 1030 at night and I would get out at 630 in the morning. And then I would start class at eight in the morning. So that was like four years of my life just struggling. Uh, but also working, obviously, um, but it kind of built my character, right? My sure. work ethic. It kind of helped me out. Like, you know, I always like me working there. I was like, I used to hate it. Honestly, I used to hate the job because I always felt there was no way for me to move up from just being a security guard. Like, what's the next level up, right? Well, what can I do? So yeah. I did it for a while. And I worked, I worked for restaurants. I worked for Macaroni Grill for one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked there for like about six months. And I worked for, um, I forget the number. Oh, um Tyler's restaurant. I think I mentioned the last time the podcast. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So and you... that's it. I mean, that's what, yeah. The only jobs I really had as a, as a youngster um, when I was started, and then I was 18. Uh, when I was 18 years old, that's when I was introduced to corporate environment. Um, I worked for HSBC. Uh, they're in Newark, Delaware. Oh, actually, they were in Newcastle at one point, and I started there as a customer service rep. And I will never forget, it was 12.45 an hour, but I was so excited because I was doing something different from security. That was what, and, what year was that, you think, if you're 18 years uh, old? I was 18, yeah, that's probably, man, I'm trying to think. I'm 38 now, I'm trying to figure out my... 20 years ago. Yeah. 20 years ago, yep, yep. Dude, 12.45 an hour in the year 2003, you're like, I'm literally rich. Dude, I was... <laughs> 2000, <laughs> 2008, I was... Fucking making, I was eighteen. I was making ten dollars an hour, getting paid every week, and I was like, "Dude, this is sick." No bills other than like my phone. Like, yep, that was me too, man. I was like, "Yo, I got money now. I, 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 I can mm-hmm. do it." Remind, yeah, re- that's what it started. Yeah. Uh, remind me, Jonas, are you from Delaware too? 
Yep, originally from Delaware, yep. So maybe you might have met some kids who did this too. When I was younger, well, when all of us were younger, like some of my friends would get a job canvassing for like either a siding company or some kind of, you know, uh, some kind of like for hire company. And they would like drive around together in cars and they would canvas neighborhoods and go knock on doors and try to get leads and then get sales. And those kids, do you remember that? I do remember that. Like, I do remember that. They're all 16, 17, making $10 an hour doing that. And then bonus, like commission. Yeah. Or, or like 12, like they'd make $12 an hour Mm -hmm. under the table. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, that's right. It was all under the table. Yeah, yeah. dude. Because technically speaking, you were your pay. Only thing that you got a paycheck for was your commissions. Mm-hmm. Your commission. Yep, I do remember that. Like that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's you're highly you're illegal almost. Is that's what I feel. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's punch it out. Yeah, it's hire a bunch of kids. You can't say no to a you can't say no to a child or to a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But under the table, yeah, though, too, that's got to be like tax evasion or something. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. That's not my realm. Don't forget, I'm Mexican, so my people know a lot about that business, by the way. They're like, shit, man, I've been working since I was 11. What are you talking about? I was like, you get a paycheck? I get cash. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. No, cash. Yeah. Cash. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so yeah, trust me. My people, well, they're built for that. And so, you know, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm used to that. It's that built-in yep. work ethic. Oh, speaking yeah, well, ethic, speaking of like, it is Cinco de Mayo. That's that's it's funny that we have you on today. I suppose. I suppose. But I actually just learned yeah. on accident because uh, the jo- the job I was on, the one dude did like the whitest thing, and had to talk to somebody, get a key, so we can get into a room. And I've seen this dude around. I've I've heard him speak to people like other people on the on the job site. Fluent Spanish, but hmm. this dude definitely is not Mexican. I knew that, and he just assumed he was. And he goes, "Oh, I just learned he's from Colombia." And I'm like, "Yeah, I could have told you that. Like, yeah, I I knew he was not Mexican." But um, no, he That's he told hilarious. me he told me something like the other woman was like, "Oh yeah, like it's technically like the start of like." Um, independence is that like what this what Cinco de Mayo was? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So in Mexico, they celebrate the real Independence Day for us is September eighth. That's yeah, that's, that's exactly what she said. Yeah. yeah, and so I believe they it got super Americanized. So the independence of Mexico was. I'm not sure exactly. Look, I'm Mexican. It's embarrassing. I don't even know the history like that. But <laughs> but I I just know that the Independence Day because my mom used to tell me like don't celebrate that holiday. Mm-hmm. That's for that's not that's not for us. That's for them. I yeah. was like, all right, all right, all right, mom. Yeah, I got you. As, uh, an astute know. observation, mom. Nah, dude, it's it's today, St. Patrick's Day, Ugh. are like the two holidays that people who are not Irish or like, yeah. def- definitely Mexican. not Mexican, definitely not Mexican, <laughs> love to celebrate. And <laughs> that's that is true. That is so true. I'll I'll yeah. pause it. Uh, I'll posit this theory to both of you. I was thinking about this in the car or a little bit before on the way over here. I think that white people, like specifically like the most waspy white people specifically, treat uh, treat Cinco de Mayo like basically 4th of July. Instead of fireworks, they, they wear sombreros and appropriate some other way. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, a lot of my employees today they were telling me that. I was like, "Are you doing anything for Cinco de Mayo?" Like, I was like, "You're like, yeah, fuck maybe. no." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah," I was like, um, "Yeah," because I I forgot to tell you. So one of my buddies from Delaware moved to Dallas, right? Ah. So I gave him a, I gave him an opportunity here to work for us, um, and he starts next week. So he moved like literally moved everything and sacrificed that and drove here to Texas. Nice. Um, because I told him like what I'm trying to build here is huge, and I'm trying to put him in the right spot because he's trying to learn technology as well. And I said, look, now that I'm a director now, and I have power and like I said, influence, I'm trying to use it for the good reason, not for the bad reasons. Um, and also like also ego checking and being be humble, you know, because a lot of my, people, my peers now, my colleagues, is that I see them when you get a position like that, you feel like you're in power of other people. Right. And that's not the way you should be. I think that, uh, you know, one thing I told my guys, like one thing I want to do here is it's help you develop. Right. And hopefully move you up, it's, you know, whatever, whatever you want to be within the technology, let me help you out because, you know, I, I want everybody to have that vision that you could be in my position one day. Um, yeah. And so I told this guy to come here and help. I'm going to help you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to help you out. Because I know everything, it's like, you know, I've done this so many years now that I can help you, guide you, and and, and show you the right way. And you all should show you the, the wrong way to do it. Yeah, if there's anything anybody from Delaware wants to do, it's to get out of Delaware. So it's definitely yeah. a win-win for you guys. It's definitely like a direct pathway. <laughs> Fuck yeah! No, that's a that's an awesome thing to do. Um, like when I was a store manager, that's what I wanted to do as well. Like I always put my people before me which fucking sucked in the long run for me but um i I think you know everybody that worked for me well i would hope and i still talk to some of my old employees like had a great time working with me and working for me and definitely learned a lot and grew a lot and like i want to say like four of my employees are now store managers and like they all started as like a sales associate or maybe a step or two higher so like i I feel that that's like a great thing like yeah like being yeah, the good. Yeah, yeah, trying to help them out and see, you know, um, and help them develop them. Exactly. Actually, when like I moved these... moved out to Columbus, I brought one of my, my good friends. Like, he fell on hard times, couldn't find a job. And I was like, dude, you just want to do something new? And gave him a job at, like, 13-something an hour. I don't know. This is back when that meant That's something. Awesome. It's when it meant something to make 13-something an hour. But That was, what, eight, know, right? five, eight years ago? Something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really great. Like, right, you can't afford. Yeah, you cannot afford anything if you make thirteen bucks an hour. Unfortunately, no. these days, there's there's nothing you can do, man. No, dude, have you seen I the mean, price of eggs? <laughs> <laughs> you have to have two jobs at the at minimum with that that kind of wage. It fucking sucks. Yeah, dude, it's 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 pretty hard, man. And I don't know, it just you know, it puts you everything in perspective, right? Like, man, like what you need to really work. Like, what do you, what what you're working for, it's, it, yeah, it's harder now than what it was years ago. I keep telling my parents that, oh, you know, they're oh like, oh, back then I was able to buy two houses and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's like now I think the average one out of five people can barely save money. Right. It's just, it's a different ball game now. Yeah. It's so expensive. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. It, it's crazy. Yeah. I heard a statistic a couple of years ago, maybe last year, maybe the year before, it was something like 62% of America is living paycheck to paycheck and something like 70 or higher than that percentage wise is uh, uh, 
most of America cannot afford an unexpected four hundred dollar expense. Yeah, yeah. I, I can I can definitely I can definitely see that. That's so true. Like I so can, true. I can I can speak for myself. Like if if say like oh this happened to me last summer. My uh, my AC compressor in my car went out, so I had no air conditioning. And you remember how hot last summer was? Mm-hmm. My AC God. went out, and I had an unexpected twelve hundred dollar repair. It it ruined me for the rest of the year. Yeah, dude. That's, oh man, I I could do it now. Like right now, like I'm fortunate enough that like I I had some sick like you know wage jobs that I was able to put some money away and um put some money aside in general. Um, but that would still set me back. Like I'm, I'm that money's for other things. I'm trying to save. Like I'm, I need a house. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want to keep yeah. renting the rest of my fucking life. So, exactly, dude. Yeah. yeah. And also buying a house now is more expensive, man. Because you know, oh, dude. it's just so, it's so weird now. I mean, it's not weird. It's just, you know, just the economy. How's everything moving forward? It's just it putting a lot of people behind. Like, yeah, me too. Man. Like me buying a house right now. It's like. I have to put so much money up front, right? Yeah, all everybody's saying that. Have. Yeah. Well, there's also, like, especially like in areas where like, wh- like, why? Why is it so expensive to live it's in just, some areas of the country is like beyond me. The bubble, dude, the bubble is just inflating and inflating and inflating. Like we were walking through one of the neighborhoods over here and like all of those houses are like more than half a mil, like plus. And really? Yeah, she was like, "Oh, like which house would you choose?" I was like, "None of these." Oh I was like, "For that God. much, for that much money, I would want a ranch with like acres of land that oh I could do God, whatever yeah. the fuck I want." Like, I'm not dealing with an HOA at like half a like. If I'm spending half a mil, you kidding me? No way. Like, uh, no, that's 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 so true, man. That's so true. Half, it's it's like, funny though because that that's literally three blocks up, and this house sold for like a hundred and eighty thousand when yeah. when it last sold, and like I bet those houses are selling for like six hundred thousand. My, Jeez. my like yeah. like I work for a company that does twenty million dollars a year in revenue, and our president and our vice president both live in just three hundred thousand dollar houses. That was yeah. again, that was when they sold. But like our vice president's house is like a four bedroom, two bathroom, regular ass little house. Yeah, and like even they like I'm saying even they don't pay that much money for where they live no, and they, yeah. they live in like um uh, like 19808 somewhere like just a regular like hokesson no, no 19808 is like oh that's like marshallton exactly yeah. yeah so like like jonas being from De- what part of delaware were you from northern delaware uh wilmington delaware okay yeah, so yeah, yeah you're from yeah. the same place i am so you yeah. you should you remember like when we're when we were coming up you're a little bit older than me but like Houses in our area were probably sub $150,000 when we were young. Yeah, yep. Like, I grew up in Willow Run, which is, like, just just west of the city limits. And I'm, st- I'm still in Wilmington, but not. Well, houses in my neighborhood when I was in my early 20s were selling for, like, 180000 or something like that. Average, one seventy nine, nothing over two. And now... Willow Run, like looks. Willow Run is like, uh, in oh, like over threes, like three fifty, yeah, four hundred. And I've, I've, I've been looking. These are two like three bedroom, one bath or three bedroom, one bath house, no basement, 
upstairs and downstairs, like the same like single family shit it's always been. And I'm like, where is this where is this money coming from? Like how are these pe- how can people afford this shit? Yeah, that's so true. My brother was mentioning that, you know, so yeah, like you said, I'm a little older than yourself. When I was a child, I had I had an uncle that lived in Middletown, right? This mm-hmm. is back in the days that uh. it was just nothing but farmland and <laughs> corns and Yep. And now my brother keeps telling me that when he goes to Middletown now, it just completely changed everything. Yeah. I mean, it's so expensive now. Can you imagine if all of us bought property back in like early 2000s? And it would have been worth so much money now. We could, yeah. Because you'd have that plot of land and dude, and it's all cookie cutter houses. Yeah, it's all, yeah. Like uh, one of our good friends bought a house there. McMansions, um, they call them. He bought one and immediately had to have all of our friends do side work to like fix so much stuff, like fix the plumbing, fix the electric, fix. It's, it was insane. Well, those those oh are those God. like those like Toll Brothers throw a development together in less than a year of all these houses with shitty parts, like mm-hmm. cheap cheap wood and all that all that stuff you always hear. Yeah, and they're selling for God knows how much money now. Like middle, um, yeah. a house in Middletown is in the sixes too. I gotta imagine. Yeah how um how long have you been in Texas? Uh, since 2018. Okay, so, so you haven't been gone that long. Five but, years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, almost getting close there. Yeah. Um, like we were about we we're about to buy like a house in San Antonio, <clears throat> but in Dallas now we're looking for houses now, and 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 um, Tom is right. I mean they're. The one we were looking at was seven hundred thousand dollars, and we saw that, yeah, and we saw a couple of years ago it was worth like three hundred. Oh my so god! I was like, man, like I, like one thing I, I have a big family, right? Well, my wife has a big family, she say, and I, I'm trying to have a big place so we can party outside, have fun, but limited neighbors, right? Because in Texas, yeah. a lot of houses are kind of close to each other, and I don't like that. Hmm. I was like, I, I want some space. I need some land too, so. That's my we can have fun out there, yeah. And so I was like, "Yeah, hey, I need new land." And oh, of course, I'm happy. I'm expecting my new baby, so I was like, "I need a bigger place for my child." Hell yeah, brother! Congratulations! Yeah, congrats! Yeah, especially yeah, in Texas, you, though, dude. You need you need land. Yeah, kind that's, of. That's the fun. That's the idea. That's where you have fun. <laughs> yeah, you need land. Yeah, that's what I'm excited for. I mean, hopefully, it works out for us. We're not buying the house. That's like I told my wife, "Hell no!" Yeah. I don't care how much money I make. Um, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna put all half of my or a quarter of my salary into the mortgage. Uh, this is insane. I, you yeah. know, we need to buy everything else. Yep. Yeah, that was my point. Was like, even if I had the money to like buy a house, at, like one of those houses three blocks up, like you're out of your mind. Like I could get so much more for that money mm-hmm. somewhere else. So uh, move to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. If this if this union stuff doesn't work out, I might have to I might have to come calling with my because I've got the chops financially. I just don't like. I'm just I'm just in a different place with this company I'm in now. So I don't know. Maybe someday. If it doesn't work out, I will hire both of you guys. I can guarantee you that. Hey, I I do yeah. love Texas. Um, I I just I literally moved home for family and friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it out for a little bit because, dude, literally when I first. I want to say like maybe four or five months into my new job, uh, my buddy who uh, works for the military is in Greece um, on like a oh, wow. con- like on a job, and he literally offered me it would be a government contract, and it was like three times what I'm making. It'll pay for me to go to Greece and all that. I'm like, dude, 
That sounds that's so, so sick, but like that's such that's a sick, shift, and though. it sounded like such like w- less than what I do now. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I I literally moved back home, like for family and all of that. Like, I can't just say, oh, well, I was here for a couple months in Kona, Greece. Yeah, like, see you guys. That would be sick, though. <laughs> see you in Mykonos. Yeah, that would be really sick. By the way, I'd be really sick. Yeah, I've, I have never been to Europe, and I always wanted to, and especially like uh, Mediterranean area. I definitely want to go there, and um, like even like Eastern Europe, like that. Just anything in like the Mediterranean, Black Sea, like that whole area. I would love to see it someday. Yeah, especially an old, old country like like the, Greece, where all the good food is. Well, not just that. Yeah. Like, people, people who like. Jonas, have you been? You've been out of America, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. Like, like you've been to? Have you been over? Like over the ocean? Uh, I've been to Spain. I've been to. Um, I, I went one. to Japan. I've been to Japan when I was 18 years old. Mm. Uh, when I graduated high school, I was there for two weeks. Oh, that's sick. That's, that's a good, pretty, good, yeah. good trip. Yeah. That was a great trip. A lot, you know, big eye opener. And I was like, man, like if you know, this could be a little bit like Japan. Oh man, <laughs> it would be like the most, most uh, powerful nation in the world. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I mean, those guys, they, I mean, they are disciplined people. They're clean. They're, oh my God, it's just everything. It's crazy down there. My dad, um, my dad travels for work and Japan is one of his favorite countries to go to because of like, oh, awesome, stuff man. like that. That's awesome. Um, what was I about to say? I forget. <laughs> uh, um, damn it! <laughs> you lost it. I. It's totally gone. It's one hundred percent out of my brain. Whatever it was. Uh, well, it'll come back eventually. Yeah. Oh, maybe this. Oh, that was it. Okay. There you go. Um, when you go to other countries like that, you realize how young America is as a country. America has been a country for 350 years or something like that. Total. Total. Yeah. And you can go to like, even, even in like England or something, you can go to a bar that's been around since the year 1000 or something. Yeah. Or in, in other countries, like you said, like Greece, like, um, my one friend Julia is in Rome right now, like looking at the Colosseum and shit, like shit that's existed and been built, like a country who's been somewhere for thousands and thousands of years. That's my favorite thing about like the Northeast, like especially like I'm, I'll be in Boston next week for work, but one like, of the oldest cities the in the old, country. Yeah, and like that was my favorite thing about that city when I first went there was like everything was so old and like mm-hmm. historic. Not everything, but. There's still a lot of that stuff freestanding, and like Philadelphia has it too, but it's you know growing up there and still living in the area, like yeah, it gets old. It's but. only the age of a city like Philly is only apparent in some places. Like some apartment buildings are left like that, and mm. some bars have the old stuff, like a lot but some still, some old not, architecture in there. It's not the same. It's not, not even not close. As old as Europe. It's not even close. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, you kind of yeah the history there, the culture, it's such an embedded there. But man, you're right. Are there still like um? Uh, this is going to be the most ignorant East Coast thing to say from someone who's never been to Texas. There's still like old time <laughs> saloons out there. 
Is that like the the historic stuff of Texas? We got some saloons. No, you're gonna laugh. That's a good question. So I live down there. So where I live at, it's called Carrollton, right? And so uh, Carrollton is an old school, old town, Texas. So I live in downtown, right? So when you get out downtown, it looks like a movie set, kind of, because there's like old school stores, like. Yeah, it looks like yeah, like like uh, Mike said, like a saloon. There's like, like an a old bar village there. Area. That's kind of sick. Yeah, like actually. an old village. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. Like we walk at night. There's like folk music. There's like country <laughs> music. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, man. This is pretty dope. Oh, speaking yeah. of, speaking of that, dude, my mom's neighborhood, like a couple couple blocks up. I was uh, when I was walking, I was watching the dog for a week, and I was walking around a bunch of side streets I never went on. Like there's like a bunch of small ones. And they still have the one street still has the like random locations, the old horse posts. Oh, you oh, tie oh. up your horse. I was that's like, old. yo, yeah. there was that's like one dope. or two, and I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like that, this is still here. And I was like, it's still it's brand new sidewalk, asphalt, all sure. that. But they left <laughs> that dope. the one thing. I'm like, huh. I guess they drew the line. They're like, nah, keep the horse post. Yeah, what's well, like some places in Newcastle, like old Newcastle, you'll yeah. see like um, an open lot, but like a set of stairs. Um, yeah. Historical, like whatever they are, won't let them take the stairs away. Yeah. Dude, I love old new school. I mean, old Newcastle was my favorite spot in Delaware for, for me. Yeah, bef- I don't know why. I before I moved, place. yeah, before I moved, I was like, um, I was right off of 141. Um, r- like, so like old Newcastle, we could walk there in like 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't know why. I love that area. There's a restaurant called there, Jacobs or, yep. or Jessup's. Jessup's. That's my favorite. Yeah, I love that freaking restaurant. There's what, also uh, that. Uh, um, oh my god, it's like a like a Viking bar or like something like that. That's down there too. I don't know. Oh, I think it's next to Jessup's actually. <laughs> I bet. That's what I was saying. Wait a minute. It's, yeah, it's probably Jessup's. Yeah, it's like old school. It looks like a pirates. Like old school pirates over there. Oh, is that Jessup's yeah. then? Is Jessup's the old yeah. school pirate? Oh yeah, then yeah, that's that's the place I'm thinking of then. There was oh, another cool. bar next to that spot, though, too. Oh, okay, okay. Well, Jonas, oh, yeah. someday you can retire to old Newcastle. You can come back. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, that's a maybe, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I like going there. Those houses will be like $2 million by that time. I don't know. Uh, if, this bu- if, the, if the bubble bursts, who knows? <laughs> don't worry. You got to burst soon. My dad, yeah. my dad is in Smyrna. And I like this. This is going to be the real estate episode. My my dad's in Smyrna, and he's like, dude, the same thing that happened to Middletown is slowly happening to Smyrna too. So oh, like, just because like we were we were, a, a few weeks ago, my dad and I were having like high level father son conversation. Like like this is the kind of stuff we got to talk about before I die someday. He's like, do you do you think you'll want like the the house that i that i grew up in because like not that you'd not that you'd stay in smyrna forever but like someday this property is going to be worth a lot of money so it'd be like would you rather me keep it in the family with you or do you want to do like like high level father-son talk like that kind of stuff and i was like i don't know man I I know for a fact I would never want to live in friggin' Smyrna. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, you're away from everything, man. No way. Uh, I know. What do you have next? You Dover? That's it. In the beaches. Yeah. You're going the wrong direction, brother. <laughs> the, the biggest thing near you is like even even remotely close would be like Newark, and even then I'm like uh, I'm I'm already 12 minutes from Newark. I don't need more Newark. 
No, you don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. I will go there every now and again, Newark, and I just, I'm like, dude, I'm not 18 anymore. This this place <laughs> sucks. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm in. I'm, I'm at the. Uh, I'm getting close to the bar. I bet. No, all hey, good. Guys, all like, good. I was yeah. gonna. I was gonna say this is a pretty cool. good spot to to wrap it up at. What's that? I said I was gonna say this is a pretty okay spot to wrap it up at. We can let you go. Oh, okay. I mean, I appreciate you guys. You know, definitely taking my time and speaking with you guys. I'm glad Especially we got Mike. speaking with Mike and you, man. No, it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. I love I love your insight. I love hearing about the stuff that you're up to, and like, it's it's just it's nice to catch up and stuff. I'm glad you guys. I'm glad that you and your family are making moves and. Like you got a you got a, a cool spot, so I'm happy to talk to you. I appreciate it. Like I said, you guys are always welcome at my place, man. Yeah, we're so. we're gonna take you up on it too, man. Have you a, have to, man. Have yeah. a, have a good weekend and stuff, and we'll get up with you, you too, really man. soon. All right, guys. Well, it was a, pl- a pr- privilege and a pleasure talking to you guys. <laughs> sure. I hope you guys talk to you guys soon. Yeah, we'll give Matt your love too. We'll talk soon. All right, bro. All, All right. right, guys. Later, man. Thanks. Later, Bye, guys. Yeah, the Yep. Man, he fucking rules. I love having oh, Jonas on. Dude, he is sick. It'd be sick to do, hang with him in person. Yeah, I'd love to. I'm, I'm going to take him up on that offer to go to Texas, too. Yeah, that's a really good idea, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Um, I've never been to Texas. And it'd definitely be like an awesome experience to go and like not have to worry about like hotel. Not at like all. Just have a place to kick it and like hang with everybody. Somebody that's been there for what? A local. Six years now. He's been there? 2008? Like yeah, five. Five years. Oh, yeah, it would have been six years for me because I moved on to uh, 2017. Yeah, well, before before we end for the day, like, what kind of, like, I talked about my shit. What what kind of new shit do you have coming up? Um, oh, I, I touched on it a little bit, and I told you, obviously, off, like, off air. I'm going to be going to Boston next week for work. That, that's, that was a spontaneous kind of thing. But, um... It's kind of cool. The company that I did like that really big thing for that it was I also told a small story about that too. Um, back in September, so what I was doing was like a bunch of like configurations with the a bunch of computers, getting like proxy settings for the company, uh, like their their settings, like their they have like provisioning software and all of this, and um, got a like what 105 of those rooms we did, and we did it in like a couple weeks. Um, getting them all like set up, ready to go. Um, getting the cameras ready to go. The um, all the other like things that are going involved with it. Um, like so, I was the first one outside of the UK. Like we, our UK team did some, and we had like maybe one or two rooms we did for this company, like throughout the states. And um, ever since our deployment, like it's been like a big. This is a big client. I'm not going to drop the name, but um, <laughs> global are you, are you global talking, client. Are you talking about the one that you were at today that's close by yes gotcha yes, yes. Gotcha, um, gotcha. yeah so i i was like the person from my shop that got elected to like um kind of site supervising but it was like kind of like field engineering like a little bit more than like what our field engineers do and i learned that from um other deployments that we had in like maryland and up near boston and like new england as well that like this is not something that like in my company like our field engineers are used to doing there's only been like three that like got the like okay I got it. So um, the only reason I know is because I dude I fought with these things like tooth and nail. Like I got like a guide from the company 
um, that we're doing it for, like how they want things done. And it was kind of written like, which it, it makes sense. It was written as in like, you've done this before. Cool. Like These are just the steps to take. Bullet points. Um, so I took that guide and like did whatever I could, did a bunch of things I could in the shop, whatever. Um, made my own guide because I had to teach um, the on-site service team that's there, like how to teach them how to do everything. So like I built a guide for them and I've been using that to like assist remotely other other uh, offices and all that. Anyway, long story short, uh, we got a deployment in Boston that's like 96 rooms coming up and they were looking for help and apparently I was like specifically called out for it because yeah, I've done, so, right? done so many of them. Um, I'm assuming I called out for it because what's really sick and the only reason I said yes to doing it was there's two reasons. Um, our boy Taylor was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so... I was like, fuck it. If you're going, I'm going. I'm not even going to fucking question it. Like, I, I know it's only like a couple of days advance. Hey, you're going to Boston, but whatever. Boston's a cool city and it'd be cool to like go with you and like hang. And me and him have worked for this company for a year. Me and him have never been on a job together. Mm-hmm. All this time? All this time. I only have seen <laughs> That's him. That's so goofy. I've only seen him in the office. Like, when we're like, I'm there, like, doing something with rack work, and he decides to pop in and just not sit at home to, like, work on, like, DSPs and stuff like that. So, um, but no, like, the PM for a specific one in Wilmington that I did that was pretty successful um, told us that, like, our old, like, the dude who was, like, the head of our office who got, like, a promotion, um, asked him he was like well why don't we just why don't we just promote mike to be like the service like engineer like for that company Mm -hmm. who can you know be at the ready to assist anybody because like your projects are going really well but the other ones other other pms are kind of like falling apart he was like so the, Hmm. the lights on you to him um he's like why don't we just have mike do that and just backfill and he's like well you know well like we don't we don't have any text to replace me mm. like, pretty much, but I don't know. That's like a lot of responsibility. But anyway, I, I, I said yes to it just as like a, all right, if I can the preemptive, yes, if I can go up there and like get this shit rolling, um, you know, it's another good mark yeah, if on you my sh- resume if, for the company. If so. you shine at this, this big job in Boston, you'll be like, look at what, look at this shit. Yeah. Like the, the, the results are there. Yeah. Like t- uh, Taylor's boss, who's uh Taylor does what I would like to do. He's a field engineer. Um, all of like almost all of our departments, like or departments, like positions, kind of have different bosses now. They kind of like have like a regional boss. Um, he already like apparently wants me to move over to As to, a field to the FE side. Yeah, so like he's already batting for me. Um, but it was like cool to hear like our like old head boss, who's like now he oversees the project managers. Um, have him like hear him say like, well, why don't we just send Mike? Like, why don't we just do that? That is nice. It's, so a, like, it's right, affirming. Cool. Yeah, so I'm doing something good, which is awesome, but yeah, we'll see. Oh, oh, also, why Taylor's not going was because his boss said, he's like, oh, well, since Mike's going, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're like, well. Because he's like the uh, uh, RFE from our office that gets sent on like 911s. He got to go to Bermuda on a 911. What's a 911? Is that just like an emergency? They, like, we, you know, need we, you need, now? we need to get this fixed and up and running now. Gotcha. Like, it needs to go. Like, they sent him and he fixed it. And, like, he worked, I want to say, like, landed, worked for like 16 hours straight. 
and then was like, cool, I could go home or just hang out in Bermuda. <laughs> like, so he, like, Twist my arm. Shit. Um, he did that in Florida. He got sent to Florida. Was literally there, I want to say, like 12 hours straight and was like, I'm done. Like, And he booked a flight for like three days. He's like, I'm fucking coming home. <laughs> so Nice. No, but it's cool. That's exciting shit, dude. That's cool. Yeah. And I, I, this completely left my mind until right now. Like... <laughs> This this morning at work, uh, uh, my my boy Edward, who just started with us in February in accounting, uh, got moved over to the sprinkler department because our sprinkler admin of nine years accepted a job somewhere else. Oh yeah, yeah. you were talking. About, you were telling me about this. So like, if I wasn't about to try this union shit, I would have went for that position to either try and get out of accounting or make more money or also both. And, um, Joe, the sprinkler department manager, he's like been in the construction industry forever and ever and ever. Like he knows a lot about a lot of shit and he doesn't get along with finance people notoriously because we're very by the book. And he's very like, We'll work on it, like, or if something's wrong with a customer, he, he's one of those, like, let me talk to him. He's an old school kind of construction yeah. guy, but I've always been able to get a read on Joe because I understand those kind of people. And whereas most people in an office setting, when don't. Account, specifically the accounting department, they're very like, we need this, like to the letter by the book, Excel spreadsheet. The book, just says, very, the book says this. We we. No, we, we got to do this. The, payment, books, the book says. The payment terms are this. The customer is this late. Make it happen. Like, or the customer is disputing this. Make it work. And mm-hmm. Joe's like, well, we got all this other shit right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> like, Joe asked me out of, like we, like, we always what's up each other when we see each other. He's like, I think I might be the one finance person he likes because I can walk in both worlds. Yeah. Like, on a person to person level. Yeah. When I got employee of the month a couple of months ago, oh, congratulations. Uh, uh, in October, he, he's one of the people who, um, put my name in the hat because your, your manager can put your name in the hat to get employee of the month, but it has to be like, you have to be signed off on by another department's manager too, oh. because obviously it has to be unbiased. That's, that's very true. And like democratic, if you will. So, He's one of the people who took up for me to get it. And he's like, he, he told me person to person as he does. He was like, I like the way you deal with people. Like, like, um, like you, you like, obviously you work very hard, but yada, yada, yada. So fast forward to this morning, short story long. Um, he was like the position in sprinkler, like, would you like, did you ever consider like a move like that? And I was like, Oh, I 100% did. Yeah. Like I would, I would absolutely have made that move had like stuff like been different. And he was like, Oh, I never would have, I never would have guessed that about you. And I was like, no, yeah. Like I, I definitely want to do something else eventually. And I'm open to all kinds of things. And he and and then we were like, well, we were walking in two different directions, and he was like, well, keep your mind open, and I was like, oh, did he just drop a hint at me or something like? But anyway, I was it was it was nice to hear that because he could have been batting for you to yeah right that, so that just that just dawned on me like oh shit he's he was pushing for it right so yeah. down like down the line 
like if something like if a couple things don't work out if in a parallel universe I could very well be presented with a position in sprinkler which I would 1000% take yeah. they make more money it's not just um excel spreadsheets every fucking day yeah I, I, like I I, I love do that I love using them as a tool but if I have to look at those grid lines for the rest of my life I'm going to fucking go nuts <laughs> so I only like doing Excel like to make my life easier, I guess. It, like it I truly I, does. I did it a lot like I didn't it wasn't doing it every day, but I used to like teach myself like formulas and how to do things and cheat codes. Did a little bit um on this the last job I did for that other company. Like I I'm the one that came up with like the commissioning sheet. Like I took what we had that the UK gave me and I'm like, this is shit and I just like like you nerfed it yeah kind of like <laughs> add it no i just took it and i like like the whole it sucked because like the whole time i'm looking at the design i'm like oh, i fucking hate this i hate how it looks i hate how it looks i want to change it but I just, excel I said, does that it. man excel Dude, is good i was very um i don't know why i always like blue like using blue in in a spreadsheets for some reason like as far as like oh well i'm gonna put this well, part blue excel, like date time what you know what i mean like i can probably explain it excel defaults to white and green Mm-hmm. And blue looks great on that screen. Yeah, it does. Like I'd always use like the um the uh kind of more like the lighter shade was like a baby blue. Mm-hmm. Uh dude, I would use the blue. shit out of that. And orange. I used orange a lot too. Mm-hmm. There's a there's gradient. I'm a big no, color coder. There's gradient number two, twenty percent blue is what you're talking about. The uh, kind of like powder baby blue there's one. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, and then fifty, and then um, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't remember. I'm talking to my ass, <laughs> but dude, all I know is that to your point too. Like they're like, oh well, keep your mind open. Like it's always great to like you know like oh shit like someone's batting for me to get like. It's very position, affirming, but it's it's very affirming. But it's also just like it's like motherfucker. Like depending on the company, like you, you can actually shoot yourself in the fucking foot because it's like, did anyone talk to me about like if that's where I want it to move? Like I don't like move into my career direction. So like if it does get brought to you, depending on the company, you can be like, oh, you know, like I, I really appreciate it. I, I, that's a great opportunity, but unfortunately, like, this is where I like. It's not the direction I see myself going. Um, when something that you are interested in comes up, they're probably like, "Oh, well, you know, like they're not ready for. They're not someone who's ready for change, or like some, that depends on the company, depends on like the manager and all of that too." Mm-hmm. But that so happened. That happened to me um, a while ago, and kind of wish I well. I never got to really talk about it, but I'm also glad I didn't because it would have been 2020 and I would have been stuck in Virginia at that time. Like, so by myself, like a hundred percent by myself. I I don't know one in Virginia. I mean, at least I only would have been a couple hours from like, what? Virginia's three, four hours from here? Depending on where. Richmond is four Um, on the outside. uh, Like McLean. How far is that? Don't know. Uh, It's like Tyson's Corner was the mall. Oh, it's not that far. Yeah. It's three and a half, four tops. Oh yeah, so I, I would, I just probably would have come home. Mm-hmm. Honestly, now we're we're fucking ripping and roaring today. Yeah. What do you say? You want to wrap up there? Yeah, that's a good I'm, spot. I'm good with this. Thanks for your services. Underscore podcast on Instagram. Right. Li- link in bio to find all of our shit. Hey Matt, anything to plug? Nah. Great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your services at Gmail. Send us an email. Your is spelled U R. 
and uh yeah follow us on shit oh i got one thing um you you know our number don't you don't have to say our numbers like that but do you think much of our listeners use reddit i don't know maybe i was thinking about just trying to like like starting a starting a reddit like user page and then trying to find like some threads to like have people share their stories of me you know that is a f- read read some crazy retail stories or like service industry stories you might be onto something with that I, i've had it since day one when you guys said hey you want to be on the show i'm like well that'd be kind of cool you know what i'll go on record as as 50 percent of the impetus of this show you should where we we, <laughs> we should do that as a show should absolutely do that so keep your eyes open maybe you'll see us on fucking reddit soon all right all right bye everybody see ya later <laughs>